Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! We're here with Rochelle Carpenter. Rachel Carpenter, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Um, good. So, man, there's a lot of things going on in this interview right off the jump. So, uh, when we do the promo code and we say the last name, it's going to be Carpenter. Uh, there's a whole long story behind it. And uh, I, uh, before we started, when it was early enough to change everything, I didn't notice it. So, this is on us. This, this one is definitely Ray's fault this time. Uh, <laughs> So promo ticket is going to be Carpenter when uh, we do the, the promo code. Uh, Dylan Dennis lost his fight. That fight is over. And Barboza is about to take the cage. So this is a night of MMA. And the best card in all of Buffalo is taking place on October 28th. And you're returning to the cage. What's, uh, what's going on in your life today? In my life, that's a loaded question. It's definitely a loaded question. And you said ask anything, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bury a good question. Um, you know, the usual work, Muay Thai and uh more work. So and being a mom, that's about it. Can't really <laughs> to sum it up. Time too much else. Yeah, no, I am definitely a busy person. So you're a reasonably good-looking lady, and you're a mom. What what got you into Muay Thai? Um, in all honesty, this this might be like um, this might be a bit weird, but like Muay Thai is it was more of like uh, the beginning of my healing journey, I guess. If if you can call it that, I know it sounds weird, but um. I was a very angry person. Um, and then I met Stonehorse, my coach, and he's like, he was the perfect person I could have met at the time that I did because I, I needed somebody like that in my life. And I needed um, reassurance that, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing remotely okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he gives me that. So Muay Thai was definitely more of a healing journey for me. The whole fighting aspect was a huge, huge jump for me because I, people look at me and they're like, you're not, you're not a fighter. You, you're a sweet little tiny human. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it was a huge jump for me, but definitely one of the best things I could have ever done for myself. I, I don't think it's that weird. I think um, I think if you get more and more into the fight game, you're going to find um, we're all pretty messed up or we, we wouldn't enjoy hitting people for for a living or like to for a hobby. Like it's not uh, a normal thing. Um, like martial arts itself is kind of like normal because, you know, like all kinds of people go there for discipline, like for self-defense but i think most of the people that fight there's a there's something definitely wrong with you if you're uh like you're getting there's something that's driving you have some demons and um <laughs> not like people in, in the world like all have demons like uh, like uh, like it's funny like in a, in a way but like it's a, a great way to 
to address problems. Like we all, there's real stress and real angst in, in a lot of people. And yeah, like, for sure. there's no better way. Like you're going into combat with someone that's agreeing to do combat with you. You're not hurting, you're not hurting anyone that's not agreeing to do the same thing. So like, it's a test of fortitude and it's a test of like, it's a loner's journey to be a fighter. You have to, you go through a camp with a team, but when you go in there, it, it's just you. And it really steals yourself. I see a lot of people put themselves, uh, put their lives back together uh, with fighting. And I've seen it tear other people apart. Like, it's either going to heal you really good or it's going to fuck you up completely. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like it's doing a good job healing you. You seem like pretty well adjusted, like in the couple minutes that we talked. So, like, yeah. I don't think it's no that weird. No one's ever said that to me before. So, thank you. <laughs> well, I've only talked to you for a few minutes, to be fair. Like, you can take me behind and like, I I ran and got a drink in the five minutes that we talked, so we only talked for about two minutes and twenty eight seconds. So, um, <laughs> like, you could definitely be fooling me quite easily, but uh, it seems like you're pretty well together. For the most part, I like to think I am. My my thing with with the fighting aspect is, you're we're in a controlled environment to an extent. Like, there's people. Yeah, you're like trying to hurt the other person, right? But there's people around you to to keep you safe if anything does happen so it's a controlled environment so it's as safe as it can be um without without it being like holy shit real someone's trying to kill me type of situation you know what i mean i don't know if that made any sense probably not but it makes sense to me because i fight like i i fought and i'm sure it makes sense to ray yeah but um like a lot of people are like, oh my god, they're trying to punch me. But like if you've never <laughs> been in a situation. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never been in a situation where Ray's trying to shoot you over cocaine or uh someone's trying to stab <laughs> you, like but yeah, you don't understand like how, how how safe it feels when someone's just trying to beat you up. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's there are real situations that could be a lot worse than getting into a cage. And that was all that was all part of my healing journey is, was to just like you know, because I've been in like wild situations that you you can't even imagine, right? But in Muay Thai, like, yeah, someone's trying to hurt me, but at the end of the fight, they're gonna they're gonna give me a hug afterwards, and we're gonna be good. You know, they're not, they're not gonna they're not gonna continue to try to kill me. So it's um so far so far. <laughs> I, I do have to tell you about the time I got in a fight and I want to fight and I got in a fight after the fight with the same guy I was in the fight with. So like that does happen. I'm just, just so you know. Did you win both times though? Uh, I, I won the first time. The second time my coach threw me all the way across the ring. So I lost the second time, but my coach gave <laughs> up. So. Well, there are situations like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you know anything about your opponent? Um, so I'm your typical woman and I definitely stalked her on social media. So, <laughs> How's your boyfriend look? Um, I, I was not paying attention. <laughs> she's actually married, I think. I think she's married. Yeah. Yeah. Th yeah. I didn't I pay too much too. attention to him. I was more or less worried about any like fighting videos she had out there, training videos or anything. Um, so it definitely did a whole lot of stalking. Um, I feel like this is the one area of my life where that's socially acceptable. You're um, a lady, that's socially acceptable for you. Like, that's, yeah. 
Yeah, but if I do it in like other aspects of my life, then I'm just crazy. So I'm glad you didn't do it to us before we came on. So we actually got you on. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, as soon as like uh Ray messaged me, I stalked the shit out of you guys. So um yeah. Well, you know all about race tentacle porn habits then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, baby. But I've also like I know right. I've seen you out a couple times at like the bare knuckle uh, events. Oh yeah, the tryouts. Yep. Yeah, I was I was there hanging out with Stone Horse. Um, I didn't do the tryouts because I just like there there are lines that I will not cross, and I think bare knuckle fighting is is one of them. That but, doesn't seem so safe. It, no, but oddly enough, I do. I I work with um, I work with Tony Mills at his bare knuckle classes on saturdays so um and he's been super helpful as well so um just to get my boxing down because they noticed at my last fight my boxing needed a little bit of work so you know trying to have all my bases covered mckenzie uh, I, I know you're on your phone so it's hard to see the um the comments in the corner but uh mckenzie musker wants to know how did her clinch look uh the other girl yeah, I, I haven't seen any videos of her clinching. Oh, uh, uh -oh. except for at her. So at her fight, she I watched the video of her fight and it looked like she was in a clinch, but she was like she was not she was not doing good. Mm. And I think she like I, I don't want to. I'm not a shit talker. I mean, I am a shit talker, so <laughs> don't let me talk shit. But <laughs> we want you to talk shit. That's how we. Yeah, uh, we're it. promoting the fight. You're supposed to talk shit. Like that. That helps yeah. us. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but it, like, I saw the video of her last fight, and she. I think at the beginning, um, Lakeda got her in a clinch, and um, then it was broken up immediately, and then she just gave up like a minute and a half into the fight so um you know if, if that's any indication of how this fight is gonna go i hope it's not because i kind of want like i want more i i, I want to show off my skills more than like for a minute and a half if that makes sense um so um i'm hoping for her this is her like you know kind of coming back to be like i'm better uh, you know I'm a lot better now. So this could be a second fight, right? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was waiting for you to drink your white claw. I thought you were going for your white claw. Oh, I was, but then I stopped myself because I'm like, is it like do I look weird drinking on camp? <laughs> oh, no, you look you well, look you good. Definitely don't. I, was, I told you I was saving that joke till I saw it. So like yeah, I was just waiting. I was like <laughs> I had it all prepped and loaded to go. Oh, you must, it must be fight camp. The white claw's not coming out. Liquid death instead. There we go. Like totally ruined, but that's okay. I'm sorry, I ruined. I ruined it. You reached for it and you stopped. I was like, I was, it was coming out of my tongue, like, and then there was a really awkward silence. So I felt like I had to explain myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I think it. I think you made the joke even better. You saved it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to. Um. Joe Wall wants to know, yeah, but when's Ray's shirt coming off? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Donate uh twenty dollars. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, see, the podcast is coming off the rails. Don't worry. 
Like, I told it, it Is that how you guys make money? I have two jobs right now. I might need a third. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never. <laughs> Just that was. A... Hey, people donate money. They want to see. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone did pay. Someone did pay Ray twenty dollars to take off his shirt. Stop <laughs> yes. it. What? They, they really did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's awesome. It was awesome because we split everything we make 50 50. So I got taken off his shirt. <laughs> so it was, oh. I, I, I believe it was truly awesome. That's, yeah, you definitely made out on that deal. Yeah. Joe, well, ha ha ha, you guys cracked me up. It's, it's just, it's only funny because it's true. Uh, oh, this is what I was looking for. We do have, we also have, we're also sponsored by uh, OnlyFans, just the calves. So if you need any calf pictures, you can hook up our guy, Jared. So uh, we have a, a lot of sponsors. We're trying to get, so there's also this really giant hairy guy speaking of sponsors. So if anyone has any hookup with Manscaped, I want to get um, Chewbacca. I want to get him like Manscaped so we can shave him in a cage like, and see if it really works or not. Um, he's a 765 guy, so like, yeah, oh my gosh, I'm sorry your podcast went off the rails, but you kind of invited it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what have you been really working on, on on this camp to to deal with kind of like an unknown and an opportunity to really sell yourself? If uh, like you watch a tape and you don't think she's that good, you, you really have an opportunity to showcase whatever skills you want to showcase. So what are you looking forward to uh, demonstrating for the K4 fans? So um, one thing I really wanted to work on for this fight was my boxing. I know I had mentioned it earlier, but um, the last fight, I don't know why, like I'm super comfortable with kicks, with throwing kicks, especially, you know, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much information about myself <laughs> out. So I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but um uh the boxing was was a huge thing for me and which is why i started doing classes with uh tony mills just working on my boxing putting together um um combinations and and things like that so um that's hopefully that'll be a lot better i know i saw after my last fight i saw the the write-up you did about the fights and i read i read the one about my fight and you said it was a slow fight and i was like shit that motherfucker and then i'm like wait a minute no it really was though <laughs> like, it was did not you watch it like I'm, I'm gonna say like it was bad it was super slow and I'm it, like, it wasn't bad so there's a difference between slow and bad right like bad yeah. is like the technique is bad slow is like it looks like a, a person's first fight and the techniques are just coming out a little bit slower and so, like, here's what I see all the time. So, I've been in the game a really long time. And I see guys, uh, guys and girls, no offense. It's not, like, it's a, a general neutral term when I say guys. But not really because it's not a general neutral term. But I mean it to be anyways. But I see fighters in the gym. They look amazing. Like, even before the first fight. And they get out there and then adrenaline hits. And the spotlights hit. And you're going out and all of a sudden it's real. And the bullets are flying for real. And everything's slowed down. And it feels like it's going 100 miles an hour. But when you, like, you come off and you're like, man, I felt great. And then you watch it on film. Like, this has happened to me, too. Like, so I, I know. Like, 
I, I write about it because I, I understand and I feel the truth of it. And I know how it hurts when someone writes, oh, man, he looks slow. But, like, you <laughs> read it. And then you're like, man, that's not true. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, man, that's that's kind of true. This felt way faster than it is. And it's not that you're, you're slow. It's just that your brain is so sped up. Uh, everything looks like it's coming faster than it really is. And everything feels like it's going faster than it really is. Mm-hmm. And that that happens over and over again and every time you fight that gets to be a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less and that's why by the time you get through the upper levels of amateurs man they don't they flow just like they do in the gym and like i really expect your second fight like your technique was great uh it was just a step slow like there's not a fence like if you have great technique that means you can make it faster if you have shitty technique, it doesn't matter how fast you get. Like, it's, it's never going to be good. Like, mm-hmm. you have the ability to be good. It just needs to be toned up. It looked like a first fight. And, like, the leg kicks were great. Like, the fight was good. It just it was just a step slow. And um, I write about this because, like, I want 10 fights from now you to come back. And I want you to come on a podcast and say that shit. Like, man, that was <laughs> shitty. And um, <laughs> this is way better than the last story. Easy on the eyes, Whitman. <laughs> See, you're reasonably attractive. You're definitely not crazy. <laughs> Mackenzie, adrenaline dumps are no choke. Perfect explanation of the adrenaline surge and dump caveman. Adrenaline surge. Yeah, like that happens in your first fight. And I truly expect you to come out and be way better in your second fight. Stone Wars is no joke. He's trained a lot of really good fighters. Like he's worked with the most elite fighter in the world. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to be a joke. And it was... So like what I wrote is like a true statement of what the fight was, but it wasn't it wasn't a dig at you. It was just it was just right. the truth. And, yeah, um, no, after I like, you know, thought about it, because there's that initial reaction when I'm reading, right? Which everybody has their initial reaction, like what the fuck? But then um after I thought about it, I was like, and I watched the fight over and over and over again, you know, because I'm obsessive like that. I'm like, you know, what it what did I do wrong? What can I do better? I need, I need to learn from, from the past. Right. So I watched it over and over again and I was like, he was right. Like I can't even hate him for, for being right. Cause, cause it was, it was accurate. And the more I thought about it, I did, I had way too much time to think, um, or I was using way too much time to think about what I wanted to do next. I wasn't, I wasn't reacting, um, to things fast enough for sure. And I'm like, kicking myself for it because there are certain tells that um that uh Paige McCarthy had that I was watching them happen I was watching everything happen I was watching her tells and in my head I was like okay this means that this is going to happen next but I would like finish the whole thought process before I would react to it so I can definitely see like that it was it was a slower fight um even though, and even though it was, it, it's not a bad thing. It was, it was my first fight. A bunch of people said I wasn't ready. Um, you know, they told me not to do it. Um, so I think for, for my first fight, it, it, it was good. It was, it was better than I think most people expected from me. Um, well, so. you definitely didn't get worked. You didn't get walked over. Like there's nothing wrong with a, with a first fight like that. It, you came out and it was a good fight. Like, so, man, I've been to a lot of shows where all the fights suck. Like, mismatches, fights suck. 
I was just talking to Keith today. Like he came into the gym and uh, we were working out and um, I was just telling him, I was like, man, you do such a good job matching these fights. Even guys are O and O. And uh, like he told me some of the secrets of what he does. And um, like he does a really good job of putting exciting, exciting K4 cards on. There's not many mismatches and there's not too many new fighters on that card either. Like, so um I expect you to get better and better every fight. And, um, like, I'm excited to see you come back. I'm glad you came back. And uh, me and Ray were just talking about it before you came on, and we're, we're excited to see you back again. And then I was like, man, I messed this up totally because I thought you were tomorrow, not today. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got the other girl. I'm going to try and get the other girl for tomorrow. He's like, no, it's today. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I just tried to get the other girl for tomorrow. So I, I like, tried to get your opponent. On tomorrow too. I tried to get your opponent, but she works nights. Nice. Oh no, that sucks. That would have been cool to have her on here. Then I could have talked shit to her, and <laughs> I wouldn't feel so guilty. <laughs> Don't she'll probably watch it. She's probably super obsessive too. So like you can just talk shit like she's here. Just pretend yeah. she's like over, over underneath Ray. That's where she would be if uh, she was here. So just like look over there and be like, what the fuck? Okay, Ray, can you can you put a wig on for me so I can pretend that she's there? How much does it cost for Ray to put a wig on? Ten dollars. <laughs> I'll put a wig on if somebody donate uh, twenty dollars. South Towns MMA sending you love. Oh my gosh, I love South Towns so much. They've been super helpful with everything. Um, I always. I try to get there on Fridays to spar. They always invite me to spar with them because I don't go to a typical gym. You know, I have Stonehorse as my coach, and it's it's normally just me and Jess that he's he's coaching, and and that's it. There's <laughs> there how is much nobody you weigh? else. How much do you weigh? How much do I weigh? Uh, like walk around, not not you fight weight. Like what do you walk around at? Oh, okay, so I like. I, just, I know this is a bad question, but no, 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 that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so typically, like before my first fight, my walk around weight was 130, and um, when I had to gain weight for my first fight, I, I hit the gym. Like I started lifting heavy, started increasing the amount of protein that I ate, and I gained four pounds for the fight. And then after that, I just continued on that path. So now. <laughs> Now my walking around weight is like 140. I've gained a lot of muscle in the past like six months, which is good. But when I losing it is is heartbreaking almost because I feel like, you know, all the progress that I made with the muscle that I've gained. Um, but it'll be fine. It'll be worth it once the fight is over. So, yeah. So I got a girl that's about uh probably like 118 to 123 most of the time and then another girl that's probably like 140 150 so if you ever want to come in and bang it out with them too we can set something up too like if you're close enough to train with south towns i'm in uh, north tondawana so um like maybe work something out then too like i let all the k4 people come train so like i'm trying to get them all uh brett malone's been in training i know you know the south town guys i like um i uh i don't know if you grapple at all but i know uh, primo really well and i uh Jen and Joe Duffy, like, we kind of have a little, like, help out, helping each other's fighters out going on, and uh, I always watch, uh, oh, my God, David Whitman is crazy in that comments. We got to stop posting those comments. He's saying <laughs> nasty things about you. Don't listen to him. What did he say? I didn't see she's, it. She's protein, huh? You don't say? 
I'll watch him bang it out. <laughs> Let me tell oh. you what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We have some outrageous fans. Oh, oh man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You have some interesting fans. Um. <laughs> well, I, I actually like had like a me, me and Dave used to whip me, used to like go at each other and like try and fight and stuff. But uh, like, uh, he, I guess he's a fan. I'm being for reals, guys. <laughs> Women's out there. He's uh, he's a little bit crazy. It's okay though. Okay. Um, anyone that that like leaves lots of comments is good because other people comment and that's good for the show. So thank yeah, you for being he, our fan, Dave. We appreciate. Yeah, he us. makes fun of the seven six five too. Yeah, yeah, he plays with Austin, so awesome. I haven't seen him on Facebook. He must have got reported. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, you're always welcome to come uh, come up and train. Uh, we have like a pretty safe training environment, um, so feel free to come up. That's come awesome. tomorrow. Thank you so come much. Tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. What time? Three. Three. What? Three for Muay Thai. Three for Muay Thai. Okay. Yeah. I just have. I'm working with Stone Horse in the morning, so I should be good. Yeah. Good for that. Uh, I will. Uh, I don't know if we're friends or not, but I'll, I'll send you a schedule. Okay. Cool. I, I'll yeah. send it to okay, man. I got it. I got you send her schedule? Yeah. Yeah. Ray, no, uh, I'm Ray does all the booking, so I don't get in trouble with the lady. So he uh he takes care of everything. Aww. And then uh yeah. <laughs> Ray uh Ray tries to get in trouble with the ladies, and I uh, try and be like <laughs> try and be straight up and be professional the best that I can. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. <laughs> they was roasting like, these guys last time. Well, they kind of deserve roasting, Joe. To be fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyways, more than a while we come up. Um, we got a, a a little nice little crew. We're kind of like family. We're kind of like the South Towns people, but a little bit less yep. crazy. A um, little bit more technical, <laughs> a little bit less crazy. Yeah, they're they're a bunch of wild guys, man. And they like, are. I they love might, them to death because they're wild. They might be like there tomorrow, okay, man. They might come in tomorrow, okay? You might come in tomorrow? I know yeah. you're coming in if there's going to be a girl there. Ray's like. He's going to show up with some cornbread. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they came no, the last time they brought cornbread. No, 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 banana nut bread. Banana nut bread. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Banana. I'm on a diet, so um, yeah. If you come to wrestling practice, I'll sell you water for $10. We just talked about that in the last podcast. Close the windows, we turn the heat on, and the water costs $10. Yeah, I was dehydrated. I was dehydrated. Caveman charged me ten dollars for uh no, he charged me fifteen dollars for some Gatorade. <laughs> wow, that's one way to make money. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. they don't sell white claws. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta get pay Ray twenty dollars every now and then to take a shirt off, so other people will do it too. Yeah. Oh, is that what you charge him? Fifteen dollars for Gatorade? <laughs> so yeah. You make uh -huh. your money back. Yeah. So I make a slight profit. <laughs> um, I do want to give a shout out to South Towns again, though, and and Dave Harriger from Elevation because I've known him my entire life, and he's helped me out a lot through the past few months with uh, with fighting. So between him and South Towns, like, it's just like a a great community. And um, you got any rounds in with Gabe Vega while you're down there? Uh, no, I I, I think I'll pass on. on <laughs> no, Ooh. I know, right. Gabe, like, I watch Gabe spar with people, and I'm like, 
he'd just fucking murder me like he would and have zero regrets about it he'd be like yeah she's dead it's cool <laughs> so, <laughs> that's not nice you um, might get high if you train with them too long too right. <laughs> if i get drug tested for work so i you know can't do that <laughs> oh, yeah uh, that's a good reason not to spar with Gabe. No, I'm, just, I'm playing Gabe. I'm playing. Uh, don't <laughs> but no, they're that all. That sounds crazy. What? Yeah, you know it, Joe. You lead that crazy, crazy town. <laughs> crazy characters. <laughs> crazy is not an insult, just so everyone understands. Like, they're, uh, those are some definitely different kind of people. And um, Oh, yeah. They're so why, much fun. I love that. That's why people pay. To watch cars at South Towns are on. Like uh so please don't take any of offense, Joe. Like uh it's uh it's a that's a real thing, but uh it's not an insult. He would control the flow, I'm sure Gabe is real. <laughs> the airflow or the flow of the sparring. <laughs> it's always hard to tell. Gotta contact how you sparring Gabe Vega. <laughs> Crazy is a great compliment. Uh all right. So, um, what is your prediction for this fight coming up? Um, am I like, is it rude if I'm cocky, or is that like socially acceptable here? Because um, bring it, bring it, bring it. The fight community is very socially acceptable. Like, like Ray's watching tentacle porn right now, so anything you say is like okay. Like, you just be <laughs> as wild as you want, or like as reserved as you want. Like. It doesn't like, really matter. <laughs> um, I honestly, I think, I hope the fight lasts long for, you know, both of our sakes. I want to get a good fight in and I want to feel like accomplished. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I'm going to kill it. I've, my technique is, is good. I've, you know, stone horse drills technique and, um, just making sure that um, I'm on point with all my movements and everything's done correctly. So, um, and I've been getting faster, I've been getting stronger. So I think, I think I'm gonna do pretty well in this fight. And I, I don't honestly think it's gonna last very long, but we'll see. Hmm. Might get cocky. I know that's like a load, of, I sound super cocky. For you came out, you started sounding cocky and then you brought it right back down to like basic white girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, I am a basic white girl with my white claws and everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to white claw test you at the Williams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you, uh, you think the fight can go to distance or you think you're going to take her out? I think she's going to take her out. I think so too. I think so. I think I'm going to take her out. I, just based off of what I've seen and habits that I've, I've seen her have and things that I've heard from like other fighters that have trained with her, watched her fight. Like, I think, I don't think it's going to be too difficult, but I could be surprised, you know? So I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but. Jen Duffy gave you a, um, a big compliment. I'm not sure if you can read it or not. It says not cocky. Com well, it's spelled wrong, but it's supposed to say confident. Nothing basic about you, sister. Aw, I love uh, her. <laughs> I love Jen's death. And uh, hopefully she wears her good luck bracelets. Uh, last last fight, she had the good luck bracelets on. And the uh, South Town guys killed it. 
So uh, hopefully awesome. uh, there's a bunch of bunch of them on the card. And uh, I'm sure you sound like another South Town. Uh, I'm sure they'll be rooting for you. So hopefully uh, we get a whole bunch of wins for for them guys. And I yeah. know that'll make Primo happy because Primo could use some uh, some some uh, good days, even though yeah. he's got a, a nice woman now. And um, just because you came on the podcast, you are eligible for the the prize, right, Caveman? Yeah. So uh, right we should, yeah, we've been. Uh, Starting on the last card, we've been giving away uh, fight of the night, knockout of the night, and submission of the night. So we're we're as a podcast, we're giving out cash bonuses for um, for the participants that we elect to be to have the submission of the night, uh, the best knockout of the night, and the fight of the night. Both participants uh, get paid. So uh, we're we're raising a kitty, and then we're gonna give away everything that we raise. So anyone that would like to donate for real. Uh, contact me. Um, JCR Transport has donated. Uh, I have a couple other small people have donated, and uh, we're trying to raise as much money as we can to give away to the fighters. Um, like yeah. the only money they make is that they make from ticket sales. So when you do go to uh, buy your tickets for this October 28th card, uh, you have to go and get your tickets now. I'll pop up the advertisement for the tickets soon. But you have to go to summary when you buy your tickets and then put Carpenter in when you uh, after you hit summary. And that's going to give uh, give her credit for the ticket sales. Uh, was it 10 percent? 10 percent of ticket sales? 20 percent? I don't know what it is. But she gets a percentage of the ticket sale. So anything you're not very good at selling tickets. I hope you have this next time. We should have talked about this uh, in, uh, in the green room. Um, so anyways when you put carpenter in she gets a percentage of the ticket sales and as an amateur she doesn't get paid to fight to show up she doesn't get paid to do her medicals she doesn't get paid to travel to, to train she pays to train um so any any small donations help and then like caveman's corner we know how hard it is for fighters to do this because we we both did it me and ray both did it when no one cared about us there's no podcast there's no anything and um we're, we're trying to take care of the fighters the best we can. And K4 is, uh, supplies me with a, a platform to talk and to commentate. So I take the money that they give me and I put it back into the fighters. Uh, that's my donation. Like I get what I get paid and I put it right back into the kitty to give away. So like I do this for free just to help you guys out. Cause I have a gym. I have, I'm doing okay. And like, I'm not doing great. I can always do better. So like, if you can help and support the podcast, that helps us too. But, um, like I'm doing better than the fighters. So uh, I can't afford to give back because like no one gives back to the fighters. Like everyone comes and they're like, oh, we can't wait to see you fight, and then they don't they don't buy tickets from you, and they they just show up and or they they sneak in or they like <laughs> fight fans are not not they're supportive but they're not really supportive. They want to see you, and they're they're behind you to all the times where they it, it takes an investment to help you guys, and uh, we know that because we've been there and we. We, we've been at fights where everyone's like patch on the back, like, oh, you're great fight, great fight, great fight. And then uh, you're like, all right, can uh, you guys sponsor me? Nah, what? what? You, you're not that good. You know, like, why, why would we sponsor? You know, like, like it changes in a second when you need something back. So um, we try not to be that. So uh, we want to make sure that we can help out the fighters. And that's that's what really made us start doing this. That's awesome. I, I love what you guys do. Um, and Honestly, when I started doing this, I started fighting. I didn't even realize that that we got paid anything. <laughs> you know, even for ticket sales, I thought we were just like 
going in there and fighting. Cause like I said, I was doing it for, for my mental health more than anything. So, um, but that was a nice surprise when, after my first fight, when they're like, Hey, you made, you made some money. And I was like, no shit. Like what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's cool. So that's awesome that you guys do that. I, um, you know, I'm very fortunate enough to have stone horse, uh, as my coach and he doesn't, he doesn't ask for anything. So he's like, nice. that's really good. I, yeah. yeah. Arbosa spinning back kick. Doink. I don't think oh, I can show this legally. Well, you can show highlights. Oh, Barbosa won. Barbosa won and uh, uh, the Paul brother won. So that's the results for our fights tonight. Sorry. I was, I was like, I just looked down and I saw it. I was breaking like, news, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jeff, I want to say to Jeff, very fitting your gym's name is Integrity MMA. You seem like you have a lot of it. Well, I, I don't know if you really watch the podcast or not, but uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a lot. <laughs> I try to I try my best to uh, pretend like I have some integrity at least. Um, <laughs> I'm just like anyone else. Like I, I I have a lot of flaws and I I do a lot of things that aren't great, but um yeah I try and um I try and support my people. You know what I mean. So I do my best, and um, we we all have our flaws and. We all do good things. We all do bad things. Yep. And um, I, I try and do what I say, at least. And I don't, to me, that's where integrity is. So um, I'm sure there's way better people than me, like Keith. Keith Ferrant's like a 10,000 times better person than me. And like he runs a promotion and he's, he keeps his shit way, way more together than me. I'm a little bit wild and like I'm, I like to be crazy and like have his podcast. And he's like all oriented, regimented and like proper and, like we're we're different, but we we both believe in the same things, and it really works out to be a, a good partnership. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> so, what's your prediction for the fight, Ray? Uh, geez. Uh... Be careful what you say. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> She's right underneath you, Ray. Don't say anything <laughs> bad about the other girl either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know nothing about the other girl. Oh, I know she works, night, works nights. <laughs> but uh, and she got a nice motorcycle. But uh, I was stalking her too. Um, but, um, <laughs> it looks like he's going for the other girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did she make you banana bread, dog? <laughs> uh. I don't know how it's gonna go, but since you came on the podcast, I gotta go for you. Aw, thanks. Because yeah. I don't work nights. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. How's your leg kicks? Hmm. My leg kicks. Yes. Oh, my leg kicks have been like getting better and better. So, um, I noticed that. At, her last fight she just had that real like round kick um that she was i think she was trying to use it to get the other girl away from her um which is not what you want to do so um i'm pretty confident in my kicks for this fight so nice. yeah 
I got a gym story. I know you're not supposed to tell gym stories, but I got to tell a gym story about Ray. So I'm not going to say who this other guy was. <laughs> but uh, Ray did a round with this this guy, and it was pretty even. And, like, Ray was being really nice because he's considerably bigger than the, the guy he was sparring with. I'd right. say 45, 55, 65, 45, 70, 85. To a five weight classes bigger probably and um ray was very very nice the very first round and the guy looked at him he was like you want to do another round and he got like crazy eyes and Ray was like okay and then <laughs> ray kicked him and he literally you know how like a mat's like uh three foot by like eight foot long like he kicked him like three full mat uh tiles over like with one leg kick he just slid him all the way over and then the guy's like, "Oh my god, why did I ask for another round?" It was like it was like the, one of the funniest things I've seen in a really long time. And um, damn, if you're watching. If you're watching the person that got kicked, I think it's hilarious. And you should stop huffing tractor diesel fuel, and then you'll be way better. Um, so everyone that trains at the gym knows exactly who I'm talking about right now. So uh, I don't need to say the name. But uh, that was one of the funniest things I've seen for, uh, seen for both of you guys. Uh, and, dude, like, that kid, he's a heart of a lion, dude, right? Like, he's not very smart for, like, challenging you like that. But, dude, he's brave. He just got right back up and came right and You kicked him again the same way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I believe the first round, we, you know, I was, you know, I didn't really throw late kicks like that. And I was like, it kind of reminded me, it kind of reminded me of the second fight I had. <laughs> with um with the Asian uh, kid? Yeah. When he he sent that picture of his leg, it looked like 10 day old banana. Yeah, it was, <laughs> oh, yeah, not, it was uh not great. Yeah, it was crazy. It's all like rotten and falling apart. It's gross. Ray's got some seriously hard Nick, kick. Nick Edmond. That's Nick Edmonds, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. He's a handsome guy now. What you must have yeah, got married, you got married, got a, a, a kid. You know, God bless. Uh, I got a couple more questions. You are going to get right back to it, but I got one more thing. I got to talk about this because it leads to the leg kick contest with a 765 guy. Oh, do you honestly think that Skyler is going to do a leg kick contest with you? No, okay. I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think so. He's not going to do it. I'm going to say if he actually does it and you don't win the leg kick contest with Skyler, I will pay him $100. But you can't throw it. So if you lose, I want fifty dollars to pay him. Okay. All right. And then if he if he wins, he has to buy an integrity shirt and wear it every time we do a podcast for, till the next show. <laughs> <laughs> he can write seven six five on it or whatever he wants, but he can't cover up the integrity. And that'll be our bet. All right. Yeah. All right. That way kind of I can plug integrity out there too. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna do it, Cave Man. Or you know, I don't. I don't know if he would. What? What's that? Why wouldn't he? Did he? Did he say he was gonna do it? Did you? Tell he him? said he's gonna do it, but he's a hundred. He's like a hundred. He's fighting at. Was he fighting at thirty-five or forty-five? Uh, forty-five, I believe. He's fighting at one forty-five. Ray's like two thirty. That's why. That's why he shouldn't do it. Like. Right, he shouldn't, do it. he shouldn't do it, but he also shouldn't. But he's not smart enough. He's not yeah. smart enough, so he's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it." I yeah, he, did. he He said once he was gonna do it like three times now. Once, once you say that, you gotta, you gotta commit to it because yeah, then I, you're I agree. full of shit. 
Yeah. Otherwise, you don't have integrity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we've been joking around. Uh, so I want to get to uh, some serious questions to you, like because a lot of people use humor to uh, to disguise hurt in their in their life. And I know um, I, I'm not gonna get into too much personal stuff because we talk about it off air. But um, what is it like to raise a daughter, be dealing with the issues you're dealing with, and then try and train Muay Thai too? Do you think it's a benefit or do you think it's a liability? Uh, first of all, I don't know how old your daughter is. So how old is your daughter? She's ten. Oh, so she's older anyway. So do you think yeah. it's a benefit or? So um, it's my my goal with that. So when I started doing Muay Thai, it, even though like I used it as a healing journey for me, I try to use it as a um, like a lesson to teach her. Right things are hard. Sometimes you're going to get your ass kicked and sometimes you're going to want to quit. But just like, you know, just like everything, if I commit to something, I'm going to commit to it because I have integrity. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I try to, I try to teach her that lesson because, you know, kids, they, they want to do things like right now she's struggling with, she does the violin at school and she loves playing the violin, but she hates going to orchestra. And I'm like, well, you made a commitment. We got you a violin and you're good at it, but because it's hard sometimes or going to orchestra is difficult sometimes, or, you know, you don't get to come home right after school. Like just because that part is tough doesn't mean you should stop doing it. Because if you're good now and you're 10 years old, imagine how good you're gonna be when you're 18, 19 or 30 or, you know, if you, if you keep at it. Um, so I try to use it as like a, almost like a teaching point for her. Um, on the other hand, she also gets very, so we don't have like, so she doesn't, I don't know how to explain this. It's just me and her, like we are each other's lives, you know, that's it. So she goes to Muay Thai with me. Um, she'll sit there and she'll watch me. She went to my last fight. Um, I've actually banned her from going to fights because the last one, um, <laughs> she was screaming. She was sitting in the crowd and she's screaming and crying when, when I'm fighting. She's like, you know, my mom's gonna get hurt. And Brett from South Downs is sitting next to her and he's trying to explain to her like, no, your mom's okay. Like she's actually safe. Like she's in the safest place she can be in this situation right now. And my daughter, she was not having any of it. She was like, you know, telling him that he's wrong and that you know, <laughs> I'm going to get hurt and then she's not going to have a mom anymore. So like oh, um, that part was, was tough. Um, and I probably made the wrong choice there as, as a parent, allowing her to, to go, uh, to my fight. Um, in my defense though, I didn't think it would be that bad because she's seen me spar at South Towns, like all the time. She always goes with me whenever I go and she's seen Brett punch me in the, in the face, you know, when I'm not even expecting it. So like. Dad, son of a toothless bitch. 
<laughs> so, um, Brett, Brett, Brett. How dare you? <laughs> what I love about it, though, is he, he does that shit. And then he's like, it's because it's it's all out of love. And I'm like. <laughs> that sounds abusive. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> relationships start. Like, <laughs> So, um, only the good ones. Only the good ones. I, I, I mean, I don't mean it like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so that was, you know, I thought she would be okay at my fight, but I think because the energy, like everywhere, was just so high, and um, it it was a lot for for a little kid, and then to have her mom in the ring, um, getting the shit kicked out of her leg, you know, so. It was too much for her. So that was probably a bad move on my part. But for the most part, I think it's good for her to... Do you to... think it was a bad move or do you think it's a good experience for her? Because... Like, I don't... I don't know. <laughs> well, like... Like, so it's traumatic, right? But is everything traumatic like that? Because someday you might get hurt doing this. Like, this is a... This is a part of what you do now. Like, this is a, a part of your life. So... Like my son and daughter, well, my son especially, my son and daughter for a while, I, I'm a little bit um, detached from my daughter and I don't really get to see her as much as I like to. And uh, like I had problems with her mom, like growing up. And so my son and my daughter are different mothers. So like my son, especially, he's been, goes to the gym all the time. He grew up in the gym. They both really grew up in the gym. They see me fight. They see me knock someone out in four seconds and they see me get knocked out. Like. So they, they've seen the whole gambit of everything that can happen. They see the fights in the gym, the jealousy, the rage, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the good things and the bad things. And um, I think my son is one of the most adjusted person, most adjusted, like all, all dads think, all parents think good about their kid, but like he really is one of the most well-adjusted people I know. And uh, I think a lot of that has to do with, well, number one, he's smart, but number two, like he's got to experience everything that life has in the gym growing up. Like he's seen the worst of the worst and the best of the best growing up. And like, you can't protect your kids from from the world. Uh, I think we, we, as parents, we do, we try our, our, our best to protect our kids a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. um, like, it's our job to make sure that they stay safe. It's not our job to protect them from the world. Like the world is going to crush them at some point. Like we all get crushed. There's always something in life that crushes us. That's why we fight. Like, right? Something in every one of our lives has crushed us enough that we want to want to fight in a cage or, or we need to fight in a cage or we, we need the attention or we, for whatever reason we fight, we all fight for different reasons, but it all be, comes because something in life pushes there mm -hmm. and like everybody has that in life and everyone deals with it differently some people go be criminals some people invent things some people make art some people fight like we all deal with it differently and i think you get all life's experiences in the gym and i think as long as you come back and you talk to your your kids about it and you explain it to them and and you break everything down in, in a way that they can understand i think the best thing that you can do for them but i think it takes a lot of responsibility like i think like you need to sit down and like talk with them and be like well why did you feel this and like this really could happen and 
does this bother do you not want to see it and if you don't want to see it then we can do something else do you want to be there like this is me this is me uh like this is me fighting against the world like this is like we're a team you know like every day i i go fight the world to make a living so that we can live and this is just a microcosm of that like this is me in the cage doing that like i don't know like i there I don't think that is a bad parenting. I just think um, I think you're gonna go both ways with it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I think with so with her specific situation, like she's, you know, she's seen things like that, but not in safe environments where, like, you know, where I wasn't okay. You know, so I think. Um, I think it may have like triggered some of that, like um, the the fear that she had from before, like when she saw it before. So um, even though it wasn't the same, even though I was in a safer environment, um, I think- Is it, I, is it okay if I ask you uh, a personal question? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I'm not, you don't need to like answer it if you don't want to, but like, did, did she see you get abused and not stand up for yourself? Or did she see you, like, fight for yourself? Like, so, when you were in a non-safe situation? So, um, in, in the, in, okay. <laughs> you don't have, if, uh, like, if you don't no. want to, you don't feel like you need to answer this question. This has nothing to really do with the podcast. It's just me yeah. asking as, like, another parent. So she had, like, she has seen in the, in the past, she's seen some, um, she's seen me get my ass beat where, you know, like the only thought in my head is like, I have to protect my kid and, you know, like, so she, she's seen that, but she's also seen me like, as like in that, after that situation, like progressed and whatever, like at some point, like something, something in you just kind of snaps and you fight back. Cause otherwise, like, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. Like my first thought, like when it first started was like, um, if I, if I just don't do anything, if I just like, you know, I'd freeze, if I don't do anything, everything will be fine. It'll all go away. But it doesn't like it just it just comes back right so um i think the last time the last time it happened like my my ex-husband I, I gave him a right hook in the jaw and popped his jaw out of out of place and um he couldn't eat for a week and i was so fucking <laughs> this is bad i am so, i was so fucking happy and i was like so proud of myself um but you know obviously like that didn't that didn't last much longer after that. Like we had to, we had to get into a safer situation, um, for, especially for my kid, you know, uh, I don't want her experiencing, experiencing anything like that. I don't want her to grow up thinking that that's normal. Um, and, and that's a huge reason why I do this too. Like I want her to grow up and be able to like fight back don't let anyone don't let anyone fuck with you um so really this whole thing even though i lost my last fight 
I am like super proud of myself that I even got in the cage because it was a huge step for me. Um, especially when they close that cage and you're like, shit, I can't get out. And that anxiety kind of comes back and you can feel it in your chest, but like, it's, it's safer. It's, it's safer. I know that there's, there's, you know, medical staff right, right by me that like, if anything's going to happen, you know, and I have, I have shin pads on, I have gloves on. The other person has shin pads and gloves on and, and headgear so like it's it's safer and it's a good way for honestly if this helps anybody else like it's a good way to allow yourself to talk yourself through situations like that might look serious but aren't serious like and and to get over the the like PTSD and things like that. Like just you, it allows you to talk yourself through it and, and kind of take the power away from, from things that happened in your past. Like if that makes sense, I don't know. If, so it makes sense. And, but I think you need to have the right mindset for that to, to be. And I think you have the perfect mindset for what happened to you in your life. And, and I'm proud of everything that you accomplished. And uh, it makes me, seem uh feel even better about writing your fight looks slow <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking I, I look sad more more for that i um I, where i was going with it is like um like i so when, when you bring your kid into an environment like that and um like she she's seen what you've gone through you know what i mean i think it's really really important to explain to her what it means to you and explain what you just said to us, to her in a way that she can understand and say it over and over again. And um, yeah. like she, like when you're exposed to that at a young age, you need to be taught that that's not normal and that's not okay because like we all seek out the environments that we grew up with and it's like a deep seated need in us. So like for us to beat those patterns, it takes a lot of help. It takes the help of our friends or it takes the help of our family. And like, it's your job as our mom to make sure that doesn't happen to her too. And it sounds like you're on the right path for that. And uh, I hope you find uh, the answers like with it, watching her fight and watching you fight. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you emotional in this. And, and thank you for sharing. Like, um, like I people should know the people that fight. Like the people that fight are fighting every like my coach told me this once and like he said everybody's fighting for a different reason but he meant it like every everyone's fight is just as important whether they're like because at the time i was a, a pro level fighter and like we were working with like first fight amateurs and some of them were girls and like he had a deep understanding of this mark shaw and uh like that's the one thing it was like one sentence and it's affected me like to this day i think about it all the time and it's like everyone's fight is their fight and um like it really made me like just stop and think like right there at that moment like man like the girl that was fighting was fighting like mental problems but like everyone has a fight and every fight at the time i was like really really selfish like I was a pro fighter, like I'm like everything was supposed to be all on me on the pro. And then like that day everything changed for me. Just a little bit and then more and more every day. But 
that's when I stopped beating everybody up all the time and like really started to to be the person I am today. Like I, I attribute that a lot to uh, Mark. And um, like this is just a, a perfect example of everyone's fights different. Like you're fighting for for a life for yourself. Like this is literally what you're fighting for. And like you're getting a skill set and you're putting on great fights too. Like it's not like you suck and you're fighting for life. Like you don't suck. Like it's great because you're building a skill set too, and like maybe make a profession out of it as well. But like, it's inspiring to watch watch this, and this is like this is why I like doing this podcast because we we get stories like this, and they're always amazing. Everyone's got like a great story, except for Gay Vega. Like he's just Whoa, let's go. like he's just super excited. He's like excitement personified. I'm just kidding. Gabe. Gabe's a great guy too, but. Um, <laughs> like everyone, like everyone's got a story, except for Skyler. He's trying to get with his mom or something. I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. All right. Now that I brought everything back to normal, um, <laughs> uh, how did you get in touch with Keith? How did you get on the K4 card originally? So, um, I, it, it's super weird. So, like, Stone Horse is uh, friends, like the guy who sets up his fight, his name is, and I honestly, I had never met that at this point, but um, I had his phone number and Stone Horse was like, call this guy and tell him that you want to fight and he'll figure it out. And I was like, okay. So naturally I didn't call. I sent him a text because, <laughs> because I'm a millennial, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that Keith had just had posted um, a, a fight announcement, basically, that he was, like, matching fights. And so I sent him a screenshot of it, and I was like, let's do let's do this one. Um, it looked good, you know? It was it was there, and it was, like, it gave me the, the enough time to, to train up for it. So... I sent it to bed and, and that just makes things happen. So that's, <laughs> he contacted Keith. I, I don't know how and just got me in. So. All right. So uh, I'm going to give a shout out to your daughter when we, we do the commentary for this. So I'll make sure that uh, she gets a nice plug. Uh, they're doing a pay-per-view for it to um, boxing TV. Uh, if you don't want to do the pay-per-view, eventually it'll be uh, uh, on YouTube. So you'll eventually you'll hear it anyway. So I want to make sure that uh, give your daughter a big shout out, and I'll make sure I shout her out. Um, well, I'll have to get your daughter's name and, and something you want to say to her, and I'll make sure that I plug it. So uh, we'll make sure that we get this taken care of. Don't let me forget. Like I have a lot going on. Like I just had surgery, so like I'm saying this right now. I'll remind you. Like, yeah, I, I want to make sure that we give you. her a giant plug. Um, I think it's really important, and like I'm I'm literally touched by the story that you gave me. And uh, so what's going to happen is, like, we have so much stuff going on fight day. We have to, like, learn everyone's name and try and say it right. And it's really easy to forget stuff. And then after the show, we're always like, oh, man, we forgot this. We forgot this. We forgot this. I don't want to forget a uh, shout-out for your daughter. So um, let's make sure that, that we don't do it. Okay, right? This is like I got, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll make sure that we give her a shout-out. And then, uh, so like forever, you guys can always just go back and watch this. And uh, this will always be on YouTube too. And what's her name? Her name is Elena. Elena, this your mom's an awesome person. And uh, hopefully someday when you're like 15, 16, 17, 
and and you understand everything that happened and you can go back and and you get a lifetime of experience and you really respect everything that your mom's trying to do for you she's um she's working hard that's really sweet thank you i told her she's not allowed in here because she'll talk shit about me <laughs> oh 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 and i gotta bring her on <laughs> <laughs> I like I gave her I sat her down and I was like do not go in there and start talking shit about me and she's like can I show my face and I was yeah. like uh, <laughs> I don't know she, she comes show her face as long as it's okay with you like just like because everyone in the world will see it but um like she can come on and she can give a shout out and like she shouldn't say anything bad about you she should say anything good about you she wants she, all right so me talk shit I promise you <laughs> she talks shit about your opponent, but not you. <laughs> she talks shit about me to me before I even, like, right before I came on the podcast. Well, that's okay. She can do it when it's, like, not public. Like, that's, like, all kids are like that. My kid talks shit to me all the time. Not really. Actually, it's pretty respectful, but. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks she, I can see him thinking shit all the time. Right. He's respectful enough not to say it. Yeah, I was <laughs> singing the, the Lizzo song. Um, like just joking around, walking around the house singing because I get weird and stupid. Um, and the part where Lizzo was like, I'm way too fine to be this stressed. I'm singing that. And she goes, but are you? Are you? And I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, um, women think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think she don't look like Lizzo. Uh, is Lizzo ugly or is she good looking? Or? Oh, yeah. You never seen her? I, I I don't really listen to music. Oh, that's a big girl? Yeah, she's a big girl. <laughs> uh, you're definitely not like a big girl. No. <laughs> well, no. But, like, <laughs> so I don't even think she knows that Lizzo sings that song. I was just no. singing, talking about singing how I was fine. And Elena's like, no, you're not, though. You're really not. <laughs> Are you really red hair? Is that red hair? I can't tell, like, in the picture. Is it red? So I've had this argument my entire life with people. <laughs> I tell them that my hair is brown and they tell me that my hair is red. Well, and I'm looking at you through a camera. So like it, it, it doesn't really show always the real picture. So like there's always different tones. Uh, when we see in real life, we'll, uh, I, I thought yeah. you're, I didn't think you were red hair when I, when I called your fight. Like, I don't remember you having red hair. So like, I, I don't, it just looks really red now. <laughs> I, um, like I left my, I kept my headgear on the entire time. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't know why yeah. I was like so nervous. I was like, I have to protect my head before I even walk out there. <laughs> I was just going to say, we have a lot of soulless gingers in our gym. So if you came by, you'd fit in. That's what I was thinking in my head. That's why I asked you that right here. <laughs> there was actually, so I'm, I'm a recruiter for the army national guard. And one of my, like, one of my things that I would tell people like, when I would see them walking by like gingers, I'd be like, we need more gingers in the army. They're, <laughs> they're, they're good killers. <laughs> but, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. We but, go from deep to off the rails. I know. To deep to <laughs> way off the rails. Like this is, this is some award-winning stuff. <laughs> this is, um, this is why I'm still single. So, <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, Ray, that was a crazy look you just got in your eyes. You're like, <laughs> still single, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, but just remember how crazy I am because this <laughs> got 
transportation is up and down. It's like a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Well, I um, <laughs> think you got a lot of stress in your life. I mean. That's life. That's everybody. I, everybody I, it's just I don't think you're really, like, you're not normal. Like, none <laughs> of us are normal in that fight, but I don't. Yeah, we're not normal. Like, we definitely have had a lot of psycho people on here. And, um, like, you seem pretty normal. You seem like a normal fighter girl, at least. Um, yeah. So I don't think you're really that abnormal. I think you're actually pretty well pretty well put together for, like, what you've been through and what you do. Like, you seem pretty normal. Like, uh, you don't <laughs> really seem super crazy. Um, but we're in a crazy sport with a bunch of crazy people, so you just seem, like, pretty normal to us. So, uh <laughs> You may look crazy to the outside world, like someone that doesn't fight that watches this, but everyone that watches, like, man, that's one of the most normal girls you had on in a long time. <laughs> we had guys that talk about like duct tape and strippers and or hookers. Hookers or strippers? Uh hookers. Hookers and putting them in his trunk. So like, Oh, wow. Well yeah, <laughs> like, you uh you're definitely pretty normal. Okay. Yeah, I guess it, compared to that, yeah. almost anything will seem normal. <laughs> So, like, that's the male side of fighters. Like, you're the female side gets really out of control, too. But, like, you seem, uh, you seem pretty all right. Good. Thank you. I'm gonna yeah. take that as a compliment. It's, it's definitely as a compliment. Um, <laughs> like, I'm sure you're you're tough to deal with for a normal person. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think like there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would be very happy to deal with with your personality like you, you seem like a very nice person um like yeah. i don't mean that like insulting. i mean that, like you seem like a really good person on the inside like, oh. you just you hey. cover it up with you cover up your hurt with like humor and off the wall stuff but you seem like a pretty good person and like i'm really happy we did this podcast i uh i was like man i don't know how we're gonna get through like 30 minutes with you and then, like this is like we're an hour and ten minutes in, and it's, like it's, it was really smooth. It was a good podcast. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. We uh definitely got have you back. Part. We got crazy. We got Ray didn't even get his shirt off, and it still went off the rails. Like it was a, a good podcast. We're still waiting for the twenty dollars. Everyone that's watching, Ray can take off his shirt. It was a guy that paid him twenty dollars to take off his shirt too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my word! Um, <laughs> <laughs> damn, you guys like, you guys seem like you're living the life. Like it just, like you get to have fun all the time. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Getting paid to take off shirts and whatnot. That's that's great. I don't I don't ever want to be paid for that. Just to make that clear, if that came out wrong. See, this is where the my social awkwardness comes in that a, I told you about earlier. <laughs> no, that I I I think uh like it's different when you do it than when we do it because like no one's gonna try and bad touch Ray because he beat anybody up. I'd beat people up too if they tried to bad touch me. <laughs> yeah, but you're like hundred and forty pounds, Ray's like two of you. <laughs> The Ray does have a nice chest, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I wait. So maybe, maybe they might try to bad touch Ray more than they did. Yeah, Ray invites it though, so it's different. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
it's wanted touching. Got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bray's like, well, this is way better than me paying you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to uh, uh, let the world see your daughter and say goodbye, or, or are you all set? You don't have to if you don't want to. Um, do you mind if I, I yell to her real quick? She might have. No, her. please do. Elena. <laughs> Elena, do you want to come in here and say hi? No. She, she said no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Well, Elena, someday when you watch this, uh, we really appreciate you uh, sacrificing an hour of your time with your mom to uh, come on the podcast, and we think she's a great person. And um, hopefully you watch this, and you can watch it with humor and realize that your mom's doing her very best for you. And uh, thank you very much for coming on uh, K-Man's Corner Podcast. Remember, the fight is August 28th, Buffalo Riverworks. Tickets are online. If you just go to Buffalo Riverworks, um, we'll post a link in uh, the this one. we repost it. But go on a link and make sure you plug in Carpenter for the promo code. You have to, when you buy tickets, go to summary and then put in Carpenter. And then she will get um, awarded the, the sale of the ticket. Yeah. And she'll get a couple extra dollars. And then if you'd like to sponsor her, you can reach out to her on social media. And I'm sure every penny helps. And then hopefully you get knocked out of the night or fight of the night. And we can um, give you some money at the end of the night. Yep. Thank you so much for appearing on thank Caveman's you. Corner. Uh, any thank yous uh, or shout outs to your team while you're here? Um, you know what? I actually do. I want to, I need to thank a, a bunch of people South Towns, John and Joe, uh, Dave Harriger. And also, I have to throw a plug in there for uh, Nine Round. I work at the gym in East Amherst uh, as a trainer, and it's been a great break from the regular Army shit that i do all day so um and are you a personal trainer there yes how would uh how would someone take a uh, personal trainer from you at nine rounds so all you have to do is call um nine rounds nine round east amherst uh the phone number and just call up just call them and request a um personal training with either myself or uh ali grancelli she's the owner um, we're the we only want to give her money. We want to give you money. We want, yeah, we want, you, we want you to get the money. Well, yeah. We want you to get the so money. Ask for, ask for Carpenter. Don't ask yes. for lady. <laughs> Screw that other lady. She's, she's the owner. She already got money. Hook up yeah. my lady. She's awesome, though. She's a she's a great trainer. She's more into the, like, the fitness aspect of it. She's, you know, and she was trained by Shannon Hudson. So, um, I'm, I'm really, like, I love to get into the weeds of, like, technique for, for people there. So if they want to do some personal training with me, that'd be great. They get two really good aspects of it from both me and her. So um, if, yeah, Nine Roundy Samhurst, call or message me on Facebook, message Allie Grancelli on, on Facebook, and we can we can get you in for sure. All right, guys, you know what to do. Uh, we're going to put you in a green room for a minute. You can stay or go, whatever you want to do. We're going to close out the show. And then uh, if you're still there, we'll chat up with you. If not, then we'll talk to you when we talk to you. All right. All right. All right. That was awesome. That was really good, man. Oh, yeah. Dude, I I was nervous. Like, every time we get one of these uh, podcasts, like, I never know how it's going to go, man. And this one went really good. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Like, I would have never known. Like Seriousness? Yeah, I would never know. Like, she was so cool. Like, from – I. 
we got to make sure that we get everyone on the podcast from these shows because we're missing out on a lot of good stories. Yeah. That was really good. I, um, man, I was really happy with this one. It's a good show. Yeah. And then when, uh, when I, I opened up the, the thing and I saw the name, I was like, holy shit, what are we doing? I don't even know who this lady is. Like, I didn't know it was Carpenter. I was like, oh my God, what's going on, dude? I, like, I felt so unprepared. And then like, once I saw her, like, it all clicked in, but. I was like, oh my God, this is almost a mess. <laughs> All oh. right, guys, thank you very much. We're going to try and be back tomorrow. Um, I honestly thought the Bills game was during the day. Forrest lied to me. He said it was a one o'clock game. Uh, I don't really watch football that much, so I didn't know. It's a late yeah. game, so we did not schedule a podcast for later tomorrow, but we're going to try and get um, Carpenter's opponent on tomorrow, and uh, we'll try and chat her up too. Uh, anyone that doesn't come on is not eligible for the money. So if it is Friday night, then should we get both, both uh, the whoever comes on, we get both both parts of the the fight bonus. So we want to make sure that we can get everyone on. Like, um, yeah, um, like some podcasts are off the rail. If you watch this and you're nervous, like, like whoever you are, like it's gonna come on on the podcast. So if you're a bad person, maybe you don't want to come on, or you can just lie and we'll make it a short one. Uh, we can usually pick up when it's like that. We can get, we can but, get uh, the bad people, the bad ones. Yeah. One more time, we got to thank out JCR Transport. Thank you, Ed Rogers. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ed's going to be at that Bills game tomorrow, so you probably won't see this one or that one till later. But yeah. uh, we appreciate everything you do for us. Um, we're going to get that kitty together for the um, the fight of the night. We'll announce how much we have before the fight. We'll do a little yep. podcast. Um, make sure you guys, uh, you watch our social media. So, like, if we think you're going to be that fight, we're going to text you like from we'll we'll be texting you from our broadcast locations at the booth and uh, make sure you watch and then we'll we'll get you the money. And we're trying to do it better than we did last time. Last time, the audio is really shitty. I'm going to try and get some microphones for this time, I think, so we can hear what we say. Yeah. All right. And that's it. That's it for right. Team Ask Corner tonight. Thank you, guys. Remember, subscribe, like, do all this stuff, help us out, send us money. Uh, the more money we get, the better for our podcast. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Ray? I'm disappointed. I didn't get to take off my shirt. Yeah. You didn't get any money this time. That's very disappointing. Uh, <laughs> once again, those entire rash guards are fucking tight. Look how good oh, it yeah. looks in that thing. Yeah. God damn, it looks good. Um, thank you, Thumper's Things. Uh, we we worked with Thumper's Things, and they designed – well, they didn't design I designed it, but uh, they made it, and, man, it's – Feels like a future kimonos rash card. It is really, really nice. Um, I'm not talking it up. If it sucked, I would say it sucked. But uh, they did a really no, it's real rash good rash card. I used it. It's real good. Yeah, and it, it looks amazing when you get sweaty. Like it, man, it makes you look like you really know what you're doing. Even if you suck, I had like like ten pounds of sweat soaked up in here. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. Uh, we'll be training tomorrow at the gym. Make sure you make it out to Integrity uh, Martial Arts tomorrow, twelve thirty. Uh, Jiu Jitsu. 215 wrestling, wrestling. Muay Thai. All right. Any 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 sparring? Yeah, we always spar after class, dog. Yes. All right. Uh yeah. and Tyler Rico is uh on Caster Combs. So okay. yeah, so Tyler's got fights. So come in and get some sparring with him. All yep. right, with that, we are out. Wow.